gamers, and welcome to episode 354 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for December 5th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Oh, man, we're in December. Yeah, we are. So we are here the last month of the year, getting ready for the holidays, man. And the holidays are upon us, and hopefully no snow. I haven't looked at the weather, so <laughs> I'm with you on that um, one. Everybody else around me is like, I hope it snows this year, and I'm like, I, I gotta go to work. I don't want to drive in shit. Are these pe- these people who go to work? Yes, they did. Go- <laughs> so why? Because they're crazy people. <laughs> God darn! I mean, look, if I didn't have to do nothing, I like I like to see the series. Oh, it looks nice to snow Absolutely, outside. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I like the scenery. If it's so bad you know that the, the state shuts everything down and nobody has to go to work, yeah, it's great. And then they come <laughs> yeah, in and exactly. plow, and then the next day I can go to work with only maybe some ice here and there. But even then. Yeah, I mean, bad. if we had, if I sh- are like, we're Minnesota or something, where yeah, they can just clear the streets out, everybody's yeah. streets. Yeah, it was just clear all the streets out and everything. Then fine. I was like, okay, because it's going to be cleared up because mm-hmm. they're going to. Because we're prepared, they, we're prepared for this. We're not prepared for a lot of snow no. here, so no, I don't want it. All right, but anyway, let's get down to it. Uh, that's what sports? My teams, uh, they are winning. Uh, but Washington Wizards did lose recently, but overall, I mean, hey, they have a winning record, which is far better than they had for the last three years. Mm-hmm. So this is great. Uh, and the the Washington team, the football team, has on a three game winning streak. And I, I I don't know what this means. I don't know what this means. Like, oh, are we doing what we did almost like last year and try to pull in and just ease our way into the playoffs, like squeak our way by? Uh, or, I mean, it seems like this, ever since I've been watching the Redskins, like, regularly, um, with a Washington team, well, now they're Washington team, but they were Redskins then, mm-hmm. they, they always seem to do that. Like, they'll start off pretty bad. And if they are going to get to the playoffs, it's always they always have to go on some type of streak near the end <laughs> yeah. to get in. It's never like we've been good all year. No, it's never been like that in my lifetime. Uh, I mean, it has been like that in my lifetime, but not my lifetime watching football. Is like that when I was a little kid, and I was I would not watch a whole game. So I was like, I never experienced that, like having just a great team and just winning all the time in football, and. Uh, well, I'm not going to get it this year, but uh, but hey, if we get to the playoffs. That's that's awesome. I don't care how we get in. I don't care what kind of record we get in. If we get in, that's that's great because we have not. I don't know when the last time the Washington team has been two years in a row in the playoffs. It's, I think that's been a very long time. I, I I can't even remember it. So it hasn't been since I've been watching it, watching football. So that that would be just incredible right there. <laughs> It's pretty fucking sad that that's never <laughs> happened, really, for all these years. Um, the Wizards, they, uh, basketball team, they, uh, well, let me see. Let's look at the football. Ravens, they won. They squeaked by. That was a awful game, but, hey, they won. <laughs> yeah. So that's all that all that matters. I mean, people, I mean, Lamar Jackson was just, he just threw a ball up. And I was like, he, he did not throw it to that person. He, that, he, he just said, fuck it. And just, and, but the guy caught it. It was like, Jesus Christ. But uh, hey, they won. They're number one in the AFC as of right now. But guess who's on their heels? Bill Belichick is back, baby. Oh boy, he he is back. He said, "I took he took a year off." He said, "I just took a year <laughs> off," and now I am back with a vengeance. He is 
they have gone. I'm, I'm, how many games they won in a row? They won quite a few in a row, but they're only one game behind the Ravens. Oh wow! They are over top of the Bills. I mean, they could win their division this year, and like people crazy. are talking, like shucks, this team could be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So it's <laughs> so it's crazy that if that happens. It's like, geez, it's not really that bad about Tom Brady leaving. Nope. It's like, he he knew what he was doing. He just knew that, listen, he plans for the long game. He's like, he knew he wasn't going to do nothing last year. So that's fine. So he's like, you told him you can go ahead, go to that team where it's already set, basically, for you to win a Super Bowl. Uh, but he said it's not a big deal to him. He knows what he's doing. Uh, and thing is, a lot of that team was out because of COVID last year. Well, they did because last year you could – Mr. Season still get paid yeah. because of COVID. So <laughs> my brother thinks that he told, he said, I think he told his, those players to say, hey, this don't come. Don't worry about this year. Like rest up for next year. To have everybody just healthy <laughs> for next year. I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if he did that shit. If he did do that. Because just the way he is. So yeah, good good on them. Good on the page. Even though I'm still pissed off, this should have beat Tom Brady in that game though. That's why I really <laughs> want it. Damn it. Shit. Uh, but anyway. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, the Wizards, they yeah, they're still winning. They lost the last game, but hey, they're winning record. Um what's the top teams? You go, you got the Warriors are doing great. Um, they just lost this recently, but they're like top team. Phoenix is doing well. Um, they have an injury though, just recently. And I think LeBron is back for the Lakers after COVID. He had a like a COVID protocol thing to mm. deal with. Uh I think they actually have a winning record, maybe now. Last time I saw, I think it was one game over 500. Uh, but I don't, haven't really been paying attention to everything in the NBA except for the Wizards games. Like, I watched, I seen all the Wizards games this season so far. Uh, well, I think majority of them. I think it was like just one I missed. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of them I missed. But yeah, it's because it's, hey, this is, I haven't watched a Wizards team like this, like seen this decent since. Um, what was it when like a few years ago? I mean, it was like maybe five or so years ago when it went to playoffs. Uh, when it was John Wall was still there, it was Bill, and I think it was um, it was Pierce, Paul Pierce was there. Okay, and then yeah, so I mean, they had some decent teams recently, and then of course, they back in the mid 20 uh, 2000s with Arenas and Butler and Jameson. I used to lo- like those teams, and they were pretty good, but yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, hey, just exciting time to be a Washington fan. Like, we got the Washington team winning, the Wizards winning. Yeah, it's great. And then if you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, because you most likely you're probably a Wizards fan, some they cross over. Yeah. They you got that going on. So hey, it's all great. All right. Oh, and then you're a hockey fan. Shucks. The Capitals always win in the regular season. Uh I think that's it for sports, really. Um I'm trying to think anything else happened. In the sports world. Oh, well, college football. Um, I'm just waiting. As of right now, I don't know who's playing in what bowl games. They're doing that later tonight. And that's what we'll find out. But I know, I think Alabama's going to definitely be in it. I mean, they definitely are going to be in it because they won their championship. Mm. So Alabama's there again, unfortunately, for <laughs> people who don't want them in there. Do they do that as a like a primetime special thing? Like, these are the bowl teams. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they do. I, I honestly never watched it before. Oh, okay. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know. So I don't know when they started. It wasn't always like that. Yeah. That wasn't always a thing. But I don't know when they started. I doubt this is the first time. But yeah, I never, um, 
I never did watch it before. Um, they, I guess they're trying to do it just like how they do the selection show for basketball, NCAA basketball. The selection show is awesome for NCAA basketball. You try to find like who you playing in the tournament. In a tournament, though, um, the bowl game thing is different because you like it's not a tournament. So because you just play that bowl game, that's it. Right. I mean, except for the um, the four best teams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's not it's not really the same. And you pretty much know you want to get a bowl game. You just don't know who you're playing against. If yeah. you like teams who got winning records, you should get bowl games. Oh, uh, and and the big conferences. If you got a winning record in big conferences, you get it. So Maryland six and six. They consider that a winning record, um, being five hundred. If you win six games, you get a bowl game. Uh, I know some people say that you shouldn't get that. I said I don't care. My my team sucks, so I I take anything. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's it. So any wrestling news? Uh, not anything we're talking about this week, no. Okay, cool. So I guess we get to what we've been watching. So I guess to start off, since you actually watched more things than I did, um, that was worth it. Well, technically, like, all this week, um, reason why I still catch up with Hawkeye, I still haven't in the mood to watch it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, One day I will, probably. You gotta save it I mean, up for Christmas. It's a Christmas tale, Dominic. Oh, okay. And then I you guess, can just I guess binge watch all of them, I guess. I've just been really just trying to catch up uh, with the the anime stuff I was watching, like Naruto, oh, okay. I was watching like all of that, mm-hmm. and um, One Piece, and One Piece, I well, I I got the Funimation one because uh, the the um, streaming site mm-hmm. because the Hulu it stops the English dub at some point. Oh, weird! Because I when it because it's it went to like another show. I said, wait a minute, this ain't all the episodes. And then I said, oh, yeah, still some more. But then I realized they were speaking in Japanese. I said, oh, mm. they stopped because I was just watching dub and now the rest of them in Japanese. Said, oh, my God, that sucks. <laughs> so then I found out Funimation had it. So I said, okay, I could get two weeks of Funimation for free. Mm-hmm. Binge um, and I've been trying to binge One Piece with that uh, because, I mean, I like this little storyline, like him fighting God, apparently. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay, okay, yeah, that's good. I think that that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good. Well, a guy who thinks he's God, put it like that, is not really mm-hmm. a God. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I enjoy watching that. And Naruto is getting heating up with finally really getting to what I've been wanting to see for like so many episodes ago, and they finally really got to a pretty good storyline. It's a slow burn though. That's the problem. Uh-huh. But both of those shows, it's such a slow burn with these. Things like I'll be like, damn, they still we still fighting this guy and shit like that. <laughs> and we're <laughs> just like we're, we're still going through this. So it's like, damn. Uh, but but it's it's still fun. It's like it's good to have in the background when I'm doing other shit, right? So I just I just be watching that, which was why you need the dub too. Oh yeah, exactly. That, see, that's the thing. Like people say, oh nah, man, you gotta watch it sub. I say, well, I see. Thing is, it's not that great for me to sit there and watch it like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so I don't, so I kind of want to, if I'm like cleaning up or something, like uh, if I'm in the kitchen cleaning up, I got tea, like tea down there, um, I kind of turn it on. Or if I'm doing something on the computer, I got TV, I just have it on. But it's like, if it's up, I don't, I got to keep turning my head because I got to, I got to sit there and look at it to know yeah. what the hell it's saying. Exactly. All right. Um, but also I watched the new South Park. The, that um, the new COVID one they have, mm-hmm. um, it still it still follows like it's still like a continuation of the other that past COVID episodes. So, but this time it 
skips to the future uh, when they're older. They only say their age, uh, but they're grown men now or women. So uh, it's like Stan is not living in South Park. He's staying somewhere else. But they all come at the South Park because Kenny died. So and it's some conspiracy thing he was working on, apparently. <laughs> and so people came back to town and everything. And like Kenny was like he becomes like a famous scientist and <laughs> things of that. Um, so Cartman becomes a stomach. Jew. <laughs> Cartman becomes a Jew and it Cal hates it. Like, like he hates like he's a Jew. He thinks he's doing it just to mess with him. And it, it, I mean, he never admits it or nothing, but you can just tell Cartman, you can say, yeah, he probably did. Most likely he did. <laughs> <laughs> he, he definitely did. Uh, he has a wife and three kids too. This Jewish lady. Uh, what else? Yeah, the other people didn't have a partner. Like I didn't see Stan doesn't have anybody. Kyle doesn't have anybody. Uh, no Wendy. Yeah, I seen Tok. You see Token and Craig and all these other people, but I didn't see them with like mm. a partner. Only Wendy was the one I seen with a husband. Oh wow, okay, so she's married to somebody else. Yeah. Oh yeah. She nah, Stan. Because Stan, Stan left when he was like I think young. Oh uh, okay. Probably uh, because an incident happened that he he left South Park. So these people, uh, a lot of these guys probably didn't see each other for since they were kids. Yeah. But COVID uh, is somewhat it's still going on, still happening. But uh, like it's not as it's not like now. Um, it's like a calm, but then something happens, a new variant comes up, and then mm. they have to seal off South Park, and that's where it really <laughs> Put starts. Them in the dome. Yeah, basically. Uh, what else? Is something else happened? Um. Oh yeah, I do like how everybody was talking about. Hey, we we all been vaccinated, and then. Uh, everybody starts saying if they're vaccinated, somebody. <laughs> I think it was Craig who said, um, "I'm I'm immunized." <laughs> said, I'm Goddamn <laughs> Craig! That's why you don't deserve tweak. <laughs> he said, "Oh no, not Craig. I'm sorry. Um, not Craig. Craig and Tweak. You do see them together. Oh really? Okay. But they don't. They don't say if they're gay or nothing. Mm. They just see them together. I was like, hmm, are they together together or what? <laughs> <laughs> But Beautiful. no, the other one. What's the other guy name? He's, he sounds like Craig, <sighs> but he's the one always looked like porn and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I can't. Clyde. Clyde. Yes, Clyde. That's what it is. Goddamn Clyde. And then when they, he said, "I just gotta see some more of the research." It's, it's almost like it's been thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> How much more research you need? And then um, one time Wendy came to him. She's like. I'm really stressed out here. It's like we stuck here. It's like, hey, you want to do some blow? He's like, oh, you see, oh, you got something? Yeah. He's like, okay. And then she see him sniffed it, and then he was about to sniff it. He's like, wait a minute, is this blow? That's the vaccine. He's like, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, he said you was trying to get me to take this stuff in my body, put this stuff in my body. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it, was, it was all right episode. It was it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's all I really watched. Okay. So what have you been watching? So I watched more Curb. You had you didn't see the last two episodes then, I guess? No. Oh, man. This last episode was hilarious. Uh, Larry's got a roofer in there. And uh, 
he's a large gentleman. So he's like, you're the one going up on my roof. And the guy breaks out the ladder and the ladder is like wobbling. And you just hear it like when he gets on the roof, like creak, just like the whole thing's about to fall down. He's like, I got to get out of here. Um, and then like the main plot line is that he's got this car service. Uh, he like travels into town with his buddy, Jeff. And I guess they get two different car services because I guess they're going to different places. So the Jeff gets his, the guy comes in, he takes his bag, you know, takes him over to the car. And Larry gets a, a smaller, older woman. And he's like, oh, I'd, I don't want to let her carry my bags. You know, I, I'd feel bad. Yeah. I don't, don't want to do that. And she's like, sir, may I take your bags? He's like, no, you can't have my bags. So he ends up like calling the car service and he's like, next time, can you just, can you, can you send me a man? And he's <laughs> like, so, so you're telling me that you have a problem with a woman. I, I assure you that the, this woman can do anything that the man does. And he's like, well, no, it's like, he's like trying to explain himself. And at a certain point she's like, sir, are you saying she's not pretty enough? Do you, are you trying to have sex with our drivers? <laughs> Like, of course, everything gets confused, right? And then he yeah. eventually, like, he keeps getting her. Like, he keeps getting this woman for the car service. Um. Anyway, I don't want to keep talking and just ruin the whole episode. But it that episode is fucking hilarious. Also went back and watched the first episode in season one. And, man, that oh, thing okay. just looks rough. Like, it's still funny. It's got uh, uh, Richard, what's his name on there? The... The one comedian, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of his name for some reason. Oh, I know. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Um, yeah. But he was. He's up there. I think last season too. Oh, was he? Okay. I I thought he was on there for at least quite a while. I wonder what happened to him. You know, because I hadn't seen him. Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. Yes. Yeah. And that was funny. It was you know Larry wanted to go to the movies, but nobody wanted to go with him. And Cheryl like. Ends up, oh, and he thought he got an erection, right? Yeah, the one? sending sending okay. a friend, but he's like, <laughs> yeah, because that's how the episode starts out. He's like playing with the <laughs> the pleat in his pants. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, look at this thing. It looks like I got a boner. <laughs> yeah, and um, he, is that the one he called his wife Hitler? And the yep, the man's parents heard her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell him I was on the call. It's like, with why Kathy you got me on speakerphone? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't do that to somebody. Come on. I know. Yeah. Like my friend, he would tell me because he knows I mean, if he says that, it's like, yo, I got your speaker phone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So and that was funny too. But that, that show looks rough. And it's crazy to think. I remember watching that show when I was younger and going like, God damn, Larry David's old. But now, like, you can see the difference. It's not just like he's always looked old. He did look a lot younger back then. And yeah. now, now he looks a lot older. And now he's still. I mean, he wants into to, um, glass now, cool. glass doors. Exactly. Senile. <laughs> <laughs> trying to date Lucy Lou. What are you doing? Ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Like he st- <laughs> he stayed with the younger ones, but I mean, hey, that's what men do. I mean, that, I mean, that's what you always see it like yeah. that. Like, but especially it's, a rich guy like that, he's got some. He's got some sway. I know exactly. Is he really married in real life, though? He probably not. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Larry David. Wife. 
He is married. Oh, that was till 2007. So it looks like no. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got two daughters, apparently. Oh, he does got two daughters. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So I watched that. I also watched on HBO Max. They have a new movie with Neil Patrick Harris, 8-Bit Christmas. It's basically... It's kind of like a Christmas story. The Neil Patrick Harris is telling his daughter as they went back and visited visit his mother and, and father. Um, you know the story of how he got an NES back in the eighties because it was such a hot item and and no one wanted to get it for him because his parents basically told him you know it'll rot your brain and stuff like that. So it's him and this group of well a younger him and this group of his friends, you know, coming up with all these schemes to try and try and get this, uh, NES. And it was cute. It was fun. It's only an hour and a half. So it kind of breezes by pretty quickly. It doesn't overstay. It's welcome. Uh, I thought it was fun. So I recommend it. If you got HBO max, it, it doesn't go heavy into the video games. The NES is kind of a, you know, just, just another item that could be replaced with most anything else. But there are some yeah, fun okay. bits where they, you know, they go over the one kid's house and it's in the trailer, but there's like a rich kid in the, in the neighborhood. Who's the only one with an NES. So like every Saturday morning, all the kids go over his house and he'll let like 10 kids in at a time. So he's like, would you bring me today? You know? And, oh yeah. To bring something. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then of course he's a dick. Like he lets you down there just to watch him play the NES, you know, doesn't let you play with him or whatever. But yeah, that was, that was cute. That was a cute little show. Uh, also watched this week's Hawkeye. That was good. Uh, a little bit more action in this episode with, uh, the two Hawkeyes and the, the tracksuit mafia guys. They have like an extended car chase that that's really good. Um, and you get some more bits about the, the person who seems to be kind of the main antagonist in this, this series, uh, echo, she's a deaf mercenary. So she signs with some of the other people and that's kind of what, um, they're playing up a little bit. Hawkeye is starting to lose his hearing. So he's, he's got a hearing aid in the first couple episodes and you know, she's, the the echo looks at that as like a weakness so she destroys his hearing aid and then he's having trouble communicating with everybody because he can do a little bit of sign language but he doesn't read lips or anything quite yet so it's an interesting wrinkle to hawkeye who is for the most part never been really that interesting a character in the mcu and i think yeah, they're MCU, doing yeah, a yeah. good job of bringing some he's of that stuff What's that? He's no green arrow. He's no, He's green, no arrow. green arrow. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, just bringing some of that stuff from those Matt Fraction comics that people seem to really like into this series and and humanizing him a little more. Like even his family stuff, all of that has just kind of been ancillary. And it's like, oh, he's got a family. Oh, wow, boo hoo. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll kill Natasha off because this guy's got a family or whatever that you never see. Um, but this, they're starting to like work that a little better because I, I think the impression that everybody got, or at least I thought I got from what everybody was getting, was that like he was alone in New York because he had split up with his wife, and you know he was just getting like visitation with his kids. But that uh -huh. doesn't seem to be the case at all. It seems to be that you know he was in New York, his you know 
wife's still together, but he was with the kids. Actually, I think they were all in New York. Um, and then they leave, but he gets stuck there because he gets involved with all this stuff with Kate Bishop and the, the tracksuit guys and everything. So yeah, so far pretty good, pretty good. Uh, it's weird to think that it's already, you know, three episodes into a six episode run. And like I said, it feels like one of those things where the first two episodes were very much set dressing this episode, they've already kicked it up into more actiony bits and it seems like it'll probably just be a full fucking sprint to the end at this point. Um, as far as like action and storytelling and everything. So yeah, that's good. And last night as of recording this, uh, the across the universe or across the, across the universe. Yes. That Beatles movie across the spider verse trailer came out, which is the, into the spider verse sequel. And they also appended that by saying it's part one of that. So I guess that means there's going to be more, but that kind of starts out with, with miles meeting back up with Gwen. And then he ends up crossing the spider verse and, and kind of getting into it with Spider-Man 2099. And as with that previous movie, it's stylistic as hell. It looks great. What'd you think, Dominic? Yeah, 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 it does look good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I also, also like how the dialogue is with them. Like, it makes it like a young teenager, you know, mm-hmm. talking with. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's uh, well written. Yeah, and yeah, but I, yeah, it looks it looks really good. I mean, yeah, it looks just as good as the other one. And how how it changes, like he was in one place, and how it it looks similar but different. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's in another. Universe. Yeah, like you lose all the outlining when he transitions into like the 2099 universe or wherever they're yeah. fighting through. And it, yeah, it looks kind of similar, like familiar, but also completely different at the same time. It's really neat. So, yeah, that's a cool. I wonder how they came up with that, like to use that type of style mm-hmm. for this show. For Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't wait for it. I mean, I'm. So I really, I really did. I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, good. and that's I think October of next year. So still a little ways away, but I'm excited. Looks very good. So yeah, that's what I've been watching this week, Dominic. All right. So I guess we get to what we were playing. So you, you want to start? Or you want me to go ahead? I can start it off real quick. Uh, All right. Once again, it's kind of a quick week. Uh, Link's Awakening. I beat the final dungeon in that and just have the wind fish to stuff to do. Haven't collected everything. Don't know if I will. Kind of just wanted to get through that game. And this is the old one, right? Yeah, I'm Little playing game. on the, the, okay. cla- oh. the handheld thingy, the Game & Watch boy. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. The last dungeon can be very confusing, even for myself who have beaten that game several times. Um but I think I've told it in the past, but there was quite a while there where I hadn't beaten this dungeon without using the the old Game Boy skip where you could skip across, basically teleport across the screen if you hit like pause at the exact right time when you were transitioning. Um, so it's it's definitely definitely like, oh, I don't I it's not ingrained in my head the same way that some of the other dungeons are. Um, but so far, so good. So perfectly fine. Um I also picked up Death's Door on the Switch because uh, you had originally told me when you played that a little bit that it seemed like something I'd be into, and then it finally came out on the Switch last week, 
And I uh-huh. was like, yeah, oh, so you got it. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll give it a try. Um, so far, I'm really liking it a lot. It looks beautiful. It has very like serene look to it. Like everything's kind of flat and flowy and just has a, that kind of vibe to it, like a calm vibe. Um, I definitely see the aspects of like a dark souls. You know, if you die, you end up going back to this door that is basically kind of your save spot. And also your teleporter back to the area, like the hub world where you can do your upgrades and stuff like that. And all the enemies respawn and stuff like that. So far, none of the enemies have been too difficult though. So I don't mind that as much. Um, you know, dark souls, my issue was always like it, it felt like a, pain to, to fight these guys sometimes yeah that that's that's yeah that's my problem with dark so it's not about dying it's yeah. really just about it's not it's not fun to fight yeah and this doesn't it just, have yeah, like it's a little mature yeah yeah exactly yeah um and this doesn't have the like aspect of like a corpse run type thing you don't have to go back and kill the enemy that killed you to get all your souls back or anything like that so that's also a nice aspect where it's like you know this isn't punishing me in in that way it's got like uh the health system is interesting because there are like these pots around that you have to plant the seed and then i realized that when you die it kind of respawns or i think also when you go back to that like hub world area uh it'll also respawn because i thought maybe i would have to like it's a one-time use thing basically like you plant it you you take the health from it and then you know, you can plant another seed if you need more health or something like that, but that didn't do okay. that. Um, See, I might actually start playing again now since you're okay. playing it. Yeah, I, I'm like two bosses in, I think. I'm on my way to fight the witch. I beat up a house or a castle type thing. But yeah, I, I like the combat. Yeah, it's okay, I, that's where I was at. Is that, right, okay. I, know. I still got my save. Yeah. Man. I might start over again, though. You're playing on I PC, so right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm digging it so far. I'm really liking it. I, I wonder how long it is. It doesn't seem like it's going to be super lengthy. It seems like maybe there'll be like three or four main bosses, but the areas feel pretty substantial, so I'm not sure. Yeah, the areas, do, they do seem pretty, yeah, pretty big. And it, it it does have that very like Dark Soulsy feel of, oh, you like circle around this path and then you open up a shortcut that takes you back to the beginning and, and that kind of stuff. So it opens the world up a lot more. But yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it so far. I dig it. Oh, yeah. Uh, question. When does um Tunic come out? Did it officially come out? It didn't officially come out yet, right? I don't think well, so. I don't even know yeah. if it's got an official but That was the demo date. that we would play. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. The release date on Google still says 2021. Okay, so it's still Tom. that's, yeah. It's still Tom, Daniel. Oh, I'm sure. Come Absolutely. on Christmas Day. Come on Christmas Day. <laughs> Steam just says TBD, so. Okay. I don't know. Tunic Twitter doesn't, doesn't give me any indication. All right, so the games I've been playing, I played some more Off War Escape. Uh, and I didn't play a little, a little of it, because I just was like, hey, you know, I played this game. Let me go ahead and play it and mm-hmm. it's really i think more like rt type of game i mean i don't even know what the hell i'm doing half the time like do i have i mean you do when you run around you um like it's, it's side scrolling and visually it looks great and then you have to probably play some music like you hit some buttons and it make things move 
it's I don't even know if you call it a puzzle. I don't know what type of game you would call this. I mean, it it's cool. It's really chill. Um, the story, I mean, the story is interesting. It's more it's cerebral. It's very cerebral. Um, hmm. like and um, I guess it's really like I think I said before. It's him trying to find his place. Um, and and his life because he's a uh, descendant from a uh, a famous musician. Um, I think he's the nephew of him. So he's a musician, so everybody expects great things from him, and he's it's right. just a lot of pressure. And I guess it's kind of going through that. Like, I don't know if he's really going in space to these planets or something, or if this <laughs> is something that's happening in his mind, like a dream, and him just really just trying to go through, um, like, this, um, like finding himself, like, um, and things of that nature. Right. Because he's also performing, like, different style music than his uncle or whatever it was yeah, right yeah, yeah exactly yeah uh i think his uncle is more folksy gotcha. uh, like like just art being the acoustic guitar mostly mm. i think uh so yeah i but yeah but it's like some little puzzles in there it's not really they're not hard but so far nothing's difficult i don't know if you can die well you can fall but it just puts you right back on the platform you was at so it's like mm. you don't really die I think it's just more of a, a chill type of game. Kind of reminds me of what uh, Into the Woods was, uh, probably, because you can't really die there. And um, maybe the, um, what's the other one I played? It was called uh, the one on the island with the lighthouse. Uh, damn. Oh, Oxen Free? With the kids. Yeah, Oxen Free, yeah. It's probably. It feels something like that. Like Oxenfree, could you die Oxenfree? If you could, I don't remember. Uh, but like, I don't know if my choices in dialogue means anything. You can say different things, but I don't know if how it might just change the like the reaction. But I don't know if it changes really the story. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I might have to just look up reviews and see what people said about it. But I mean, it's it's all right. It's all right, game. All right. Um, what else have I played? I played some. Some more Tales of Cold Steel 3. It's really gotten to... I've met some more of my classmates. Well, my, my, my classmates um, I went to school with. Like I said, we're older now. And it's cool seeing the mask. Also cool seeing some of the, how... Because some of the classmates were young. Like, they were like... Even though I think I was like 16 when you started the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a girl. I think she was only like 14. And now she's older. And it's like, oh, she looks different now. Like, she looks really different. Uh and also seeing older people from previous games, like um the the PSP game I was playing. Like I'm seeing this girl was young, and I mean she was she's a bitch. I mean not not a bitch, but she's a she's a bad bitch. Like she is <laughs> fuck. I mean she's a bad girl. I mean she's a she's a antagonist. Like she's a killer. But now, but she was like a little girl. So I was like, oh god, this girl's a little girl killer. God, now she's older. And stuff, and she's a woman now, and so it's like it's like oh darn. I said okay, she's growing up, and now she's even worse. So it's like oh god, it's like this is bad. Uh, But yeah, it's but you know it has the this game. God, I mean, just like in some other Japanese games, like like I said, I think I said before, they always have these uh, sexual things that happen, but it's mostly like the woman doing something to somebody. Like harassing somebody, mm. it's never like a man doing it. Like doing, I'm doing that. Like it's a like they'll touch another woman inappropriately or something like that. And I'm mm. like, okay, that's 
That's that a feels like a weird and loophole, that's... Dominic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, we still feels... want all this in our game, but we don't want to get canceled. <laughs> yeah. If we have another woman do it, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, because this girl, she started like with her partner, who I, she was an enemy in my last game. They're now they're partners, and she just started filling her up, like over her, uh, under her armor and stuff. It's just like the girls, oh, stop. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Am I just watching just like sexual harassment right here? And this, this, 100%. And this is supposed to be just, this is supposed to be funny though. I guess it's supposed to be funny. It's like, this is, <laughs> this is a, I don't know what kind of funny this is. I mean, maybe if I was younger, I'd probably laugh at this, but now it's like, oh, this is, this is a little weird. Yeah. It's, a, it's a little, uh, <laughs> but okay. It's like, I guess it's a Japanese humor. I guess. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, uh, but other than that, uh, problem, but I, I just like the nostalgia of it. I mean, like, you were just seeing how people have grown up and how people have changed and what they're doing. Because I've seen other, I've seen um even like classmates who are, I wasn't in their class, but we went to the same school and I've seen them older and they're um doing stuff. So I like how they establish a the universe like that. So you get to know a lot of these characters and seeing you know, like a girl, um, she was always this clumsy girl in school and everything. And she's still kind of clumsy, even older now, but she, because she was an engineer and stuff, but she always backs up stuff. And now she's an engineer, but she's pretty good, even though she's still kind of um, a little clumsy because she, at least she ain't breaking stuff. She's just breaking herself. So, so that's all right, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and um, I see another girl. She's a reporter now. Uh, and uh, another classmate, he's on a, he, he used to always listen to the radio. Now he's in radio broadcasting. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of, um, cool to see that and i'm still getting learning more things with the battle system uh what they added they added something else to it uh well i think they added something that's already in the previous games like how you can like there's different type of limits like you got limit like um i mean the because you think it's called battle points like if you get a battle point in a certain position you can you're linked up to a, a character and y'all can do like a combo or like mm-hmm. If you get it to uh, like five, and then you could just the whole team can do a combo, and I finally can do that. That's been in there since the first game, but if it's like they kind of ease you into it, I don't, I don't know why. They, I guess technically because this game you can't bring your save over from the other game. I thought you could, but um, people said in a blog they said because this game was on a new system, and they didn't have a way to do that well or a way they didn't feel like d- don't make it for it i guess mm. uh, so there was no way to kind of put like when they when it originally came out when the original three came out two was on a i think on a playstation three well playstation two or whatever the original <laughs> one came out on yeah whatever that came out on that i thought it'd be a three but i was thinking i thought three came out on ps3 also but maybe it just came on ps4 or psp I don't know, uh, but I, th- I thought it did. I was thinking like, why can't I still put my save over? But whatever they said, they could, they didn't do it. So, so it sucks because you do things, so they make it really ambiguous, like who you chose as your love interest, I guess, in the uh, previous games, because you could choose uh, quite a few people. So when I met this girl, like I didn't really. I didn't wasn't I wasn't really um like romantically involved with her or anything, but she gave me a hug, so it made it like it could either be a friend kind of hug or I guess another type of hug. 
So that, I guess they put it that way. But that's like, oh, I wish they just like had a thing where they said like question in the beginning, who were you with or something? If you played the last game, who was you with? Right. Like it makes sense. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, we don't talk to me like that. I say, oh, with somebody. It says, <laughs> but it was it wasn't like sexual hug or nothing. So they it's like like I said, it could go either way. And then maybe they could they're making it like, hey, you didn't talk to that person so while. So even though you were with them two years ago, maybe now I didn't talk for so long. So it kind of went, you know, went away, stale, mm-hmm. stale or whatever. Uh yeah, uh, what else have I played? I played some more I played some psychonauts. I went back to psychonauts. Um I play I'm at the casino part. Mm-hmm. So um that that's pretty cool. I, I like how they I like how that's interpreted as like a doctor, a casino and stuff yeah. like that. It was, it was, yeah. It's clever. It's pretty funny. Um and what else what else I did in the game? Because uh, I was trying to play on PC. For some reason, I don't know why, it was running really bad, really slow. And then I was—I think I had a lot of things running in the background. And then my something, something happened to my PC, and I had to reset it. So I started mm-hmm. playing it on my Xbox. Uh, and I was looking at the menus. I didn't notice that they had like the accessibility stuff that, like, similar to what Control have. Like, hey, if you just want to play for story, you can make your attack stronger or. Mm-hmm. Make it so you're just invincible and say things of that nature. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, I mean, I ain't turn that on, but it's, it's, it's nice. It's an nice. option. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If I get frustrated somewhere, I'll say, okay, fine. I'm just gonna turn one of them on. Yeah. How's it run on I the mean, Xbox? Well, you know, I'm I'm playing through the cloud on that. Oh, okay. You're playing. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're I, just giving yeah. up on that console, haven't you? <laughs> oh yeah. I, exactly. I'm not. If I don't have to play. I have to download a game. I'm just playing through the cloud. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm going to do. Now, the only game, I, I forgot to mention it last week. I did download because it's not available on the cloud. Because, you know, when they added all those games to um, from um, the backwards, the backwards compatibility, compatibility uh-huh. uh, I I put on um, Mortal Kombat versus DC. Um and because I had that game, I remember. I remember years ago, I kept saying like, "I wish that was backwards compatible," because like I didn't finish it, and it was cheap, and I had bought it, and yeah. now I can finish it. I think I played a a couple of um, fights during the story side of it, because I had, I think I beaten the DC part story. Now I'm playing through the Mortal Kombat story, and um, it, it's oh man, it looks just so bad compared to um. <laughs> what Mortal Kombat and and like Injustice looks like now, like I mean, this looks even worse than you know when Mortal Kombat Nine came out. So I was like, man, it looks really dated, and it looked okay when it came out, but you can see the date, it, uh, how dated it looks, and how like muscular the guys look up there too. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, what else have I played? I played some. Uh, oh yeah, Cyberpunk. So I, I picked up Cyberpunk on Stadia because there was a sale. That if you have Stadia Pro, you get ten dollars off, and Cyberpunk was already on sale, so I paid for like, like nineteen ninety nine plus tax, and then the Stadia Pro I had for free, so I was like, I'm not, I'm not paying for it, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I was like, hey, this is the best, this is the best way to get Cyberpunk now, because I don't, it didn't run that well. Last time I played on Cyberpunk on my PC, it didn't run that well. Now I haven't tried it since, um, I mean, because it wasn't mine, it was my friends, but I haven't tried it since. They've been, you know, doing patches. So maybe right. 
it might run better on my PC. I have no idea. But I was like, well, I can just play through Stadia and just get the best, probably still better version than what I would play on my buy a PC anyway. So it it does run well. Um, the look of it, I just I don't know. Maybe it's the game, but I feel like man, this could look better. I thought it was look <laughs> better than this. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the game or that's just because uh, low setting P. The PC settings are not that great, or the streaming. I don't know. I mean, it's like the streaming problem. I, what was I that? Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. It just looks, I'm thinking like, man, I, is this the best it can look? I mean, it's not the best it can look, but is this like considered like a high quality? Because I was like, right. it it runs well, though. I will say that. It runs well. Um, Now, one time I did when I loaded in the game, there was a glitch like I didn't see, um, one of the guys' faces or something like that. Oh, it scared me. Um, but uh, <laughs> good old Assassin's <laughs> Creed. Yeah, I saw. Oh God, that shit. That, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but other than that, I mean, it, it it does run well. But the game gameplay wise, I mean, so far it's okay. Yeah. I'm still in the beginning stages. I did a couple of missions. Uh, it's it's all right. Like it's nothing. Um, it is. Like the dialogue between people, I'm really have to focus on because I was like, oh, it's not really grabbing me mm-hmm. that much. Uh, but I'm maybe it, it things will heat up now, uh, like later on in the game. Um, right now, it just seems very average right now for me. It's not, it's not that, it's not what I thought it would be when I initially, you know, seeing this game. It's not what I thought. It's not what I felt from, um, like The Witcher yet or anything like that. But I will say I'm still at the early stages, and it feels just like in these all these type of games, it feels overwhelming at first because it's like, oh, you keep showing like, oh, you got this quest, you got this quest or or mission, whatever. I was like, damn, you keep popping these missions. I just, I, I barely start the one I'm on. It's like, uh, so it's like, where do should I should I just go do these side quests first now, or should I stay on the main quest? Like, what's the best thing? So I'm just kind of staying on main quest for right now. Then I might do some side quests. Excuse me, some side quest stuff. But I mean, the city looks cool. I mean, like walking through the city uh, and all the details of it, of things there, like you see TVs and um, the advertisements and things of that nature. That, that all looks pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it for that game. And I guess we'll, I guess that's it then, right? Um, so I guess we'll take a. Quick break. When we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to 2011 and December, new month, last month of the year. So what came out last year in this last month? We got Assassin's Creed Revelations for the Windows came out. So we already talked about it for the other consoles. Yeah. Um, so now it's the PC people finally can get it. It's one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the good ones. Yep. And... Yeah, so they got to enjoy it. Also, I don't know how these games were optimized for the PC then. I'm, I'm not sure. Because um, yeah. I don't think I ever played Assassin's Creed. But yeah, I, only Assassin's Creed I played like everyone actually, you know, making really good versions of games for PC. Okay, yeah. that's Because that's what I felt like. I felt like I played Black Flag on PC. Mm. And it seemed, I mean, it seemed like it was okay, but I, I don't know. Um 
I mean, I wonder if it probably maybe it had its problems, but I just I I got to it late. I mean, I didn't really get to it late. I got to it probably maybe a month after it was out. Maybe mm-hmm. I think it was within that same year because when new consoles came out, and I think I got that later on. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, what else we got here? We got Fenty Blade Two for iOS came out. That's that yeah. good looking. Um, what is it? Uh, RPG. Um, yeah, I think it was like action an action RPG. RPG type thing. Yeah. For iOS, that looked that had graphically looked great. Yeah, that was for a phone games game. Looked amazing. Yeah. And what was we got here? We got Mario Kart Seven for 3DS. Yes, yeah. came out. Yeah, that's a great game. I had that game. I mean, I got it later, uh, but still, but yeah, one of the um, best Mario Kart games. Mm-hmm. And also got I don't know what the hell this is. I don't know why I even put up here. Oh, <laughs> it's like Mario no. Party. Yeah, it's Fortune Street for the Wii, cause, but it has like all these other characters. Yeah, it, it looks like um, it's a Square Enix game. Um, who yes, makes it is. Fortune? Okay, is that who makes? Yeah, it? um, it's because I because I see um people from Dragon Quest. Oh yeah, yeah, I see the slime there. Okay, that's really what it is. Is Dragon Quest and Nintendo? Ah. Uh. Um, yeah, that's what see like it is. Yeah, Dragon. So I guess it was an Enix game. Um, a long time ago. And yeah, the first game was released on Japan's Nintendo Famicom in 1991. So it was an Enix game, and now, you know, Square mm. Enix came and thing, and now it was like, hey, let's go to Wii and get Mario in there and get people to buy it. <laughs> I, and convince I honestly the people never heard who like game. Mario Party, they should get this. Yeah, I honestly never yeah, heard of this game before, though. Um, what's the reception of it? It, um, IGN um, gave Fortune Street a good rating. Oh. What did they even give the number? What kind of uh, Wikipedia site is this? A very incomplete one. <laughs> That's like the only one, too. Now we got a Metacritic score. Let's up see. Here. They give it a seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. don't think good. that one sold particularly well because I don't, I think, like you, a lot of people just didn't know what it was, despite the fact that I think deep down it's basically just another version of Mario Party. Yeah. You see, they should have asked Nintendo, can we put Mario Party in our title, too? <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party Fortune or, Street. Or Mario Fortune. Mario, Mario Fortune, Fortune Street. Street Party. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's basically it for 2011. Uh, because now, you know, December doesn't really get a lot of games. Usually the game, yeah. heavy games come in November. So... Now we're going back 20 years to 2001, and we have Breath of Fire for the Game Boy Advance came Ooh. out on December 1st. That's that um, RPG, I think I believe it's Capcom. Um, no, no, Squaresoft. Damn, I thought Capcom got it too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. I think Squaresoft must have been a publisher. Yes, they were the publisher. Oh, okay. Oh, for, okay. Japan, Capcom for Japan. North America was Squaresoft. Huh. For the Game Boy Advance, it's Capcom again. So, okay. And then for the, look, um, Ubisoft is the publisher for the Europe. Um, <laughs> it's like nobody wanted to take credit for this game. Yeah. But I remember exactly. being excited that these were coming out on the Game Boy because, like, everybody talked about how great they were, like, on the level of uh, a Final Fantasy or a Dragon Quest, basically. And I think I played a little yeah. bit. I don't remember if it was the first one or maybe the second one or something, but. 
I thought it was okay. I never really got too yeah, deep into I, it. Yeah, I played some. I think I played some on the recent Switch version. Mm-hmm. And what I hate is that what what was it? It's something different about this game. I think when you die, you get transported back in the beginning of the dungeon. But I think you still everything you did is still done. I forget how that worked. Huh. It was something weird. Um. But yeah, but this yeah, but I heard that these were decent RPGs. But when I looked at, it, I was like, oh, this ain't no Final Fantasy. So I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's how it was. That's how I felt yeah. back then. Um, but nah, this got good ratings. The Game Boy Advance version got seventy nine percent on Metacritic. Like basically, everybody gave a decent score. Like the lowest score I see is like a seven point five by EGM. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got here? We got Eminem's Blast for the Game Boy Advance. Yes, oh we got the Eminem's. Um, game up here, and it doesn't have a Wikipedia page for Those it. Those little tiny like, M&Ms. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was thinking about M&M minis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. That's what I think. Because I, I just reason, blast I those things in my mouth. Thing. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, exactly. Dump that whole <laughs> tube in there. I'm going to say it was a great game, and it got a lot of tens. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> the next game we got is Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Oh, okay. I I think I played this game. I think I borrowed this game from somewhere, and I mean, it was an okay hack and slash game, but I wasn't really into them mm. back then. I probably like it now. Now, I was into this other Dungeons & Dragons game that came out later. It was called... Uh, I forgot what it was called. I forgot what it was called. I mean, maybe they have a thing up here. Um, Dark Alliance 2? No, not Dark Alliance 2. But I played that one too. And I was like, oh, I'm still not into this. All right. Uh what? It was another version that was similar to this. It was um like a more I think it's more streamlined version. But I forgot oh, what it's called. Well, we'll get to it one year. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be like, hey, that's the game. But yeah, Dark Alliance, it got these it got pretty decent reviews. Um it got like around the 70s. Uh well, no, I'm sorry, that's a Game Boy Advance version. Forget that. Um they got like an 87 on PlayStation 2. Yeah, it got high. Yeah, I remember that. Like, the PlayStation version got high. I think that's why I tried it out. It's like, oh, people like this game. And uh, I mean, I mean, it was okay for me, but I was like, oh, I'm just not into playing something like that now. Yeah. Also, um, well, I guess, when did the Game Boy Advance version come out? Let me see. They got a date on this? I don't, know, I don't have a date. I wonder, because it said on the, that's it, yeah, the Game Boy Advance version, uh, was the um no not the Game Boy Advance version I'm sorry the Windows version CD Projekt Red was developing a version for Windows Microsoft Windows but it was ultimately canceled oh because then they said we want to make it richer <laughs> um <laughs> uh, it says in 2021 a 4K port of the game was released on Xbox One PS4 PlayStation Five Xbox Series X and Nintendo Switch yeah I remember that yeah all right uh what else we got here we got Pikmin was released for the GameCube. Uh, so this franchise gets its first start. And I remember just reading an article about how um, Miyamoto was getting high in the garden and then he made he made, um, made this game. That, that's <laughs> all I remember from that. He found the shrooms, all right. I never played this. I never played any Pikmin. I, I, I haven't I either. Figured, oh God, you haven't either? What, what no. kind of Nintendo fan are you? The kind that doesn't like strategy, whatever things these are. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, it sounded like something I would like because I was like, hey, it's a strategy type of game. But, I mean, by the time I got GameCube, I, that wasn't the game I was looking for. Yeah. And on the Wii, I didn't get, I didn't get, what was it, three for the Wii? And I just never got it. Yeah, I just never, never picked it up, even yeah. though I heard people liked it. I played as him on uh, Smash, so I think that's good enough. <laughs> I think I played a little bit of the demo of the side-scrolling one that was on like 3DS or something, but that's the extent of it. All right, so another big game. Um, the U.S. version of Super Smash Bros. Melee came oh, out, so yeah. we finally got to play it. Um, the most like board game, probably on GameCube. Um, Suck it, and, Pikmin. Like, yeah, and... Like Nintendo's player choice sucked because they didn't go down twenty dollars only until <laughs> like thirty, and, and I was like, oh, I guess I have to get this game for thirty. Well, I think I got it used. I think I got it used, and still was more than twenty dollars. <laughs> so, so it's like I can never get this game for just twenty dollars, even though that's what it should be shown. By the time I got, it. I think by the time I got it, GameCube was like what had two more years a year left or one more year left. I forget. But yeah, Smash Brothers, well, and that was fun as hell. Melee. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I used to love that. Absolutely, play the shit out of it. And I used to always try to get the. I was trying to get the Luigi. I never got. Him. <laughs> I forgot what you're supposed to do. It was too hard for me. I said, and "That's the it. one that had like the adventure mode for single player stuff too, right?" That was relatively substantial. I thought. I thought it was nah. I thought it was brawl. Oh, is that brawl? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they got the stuff like little. I don't know what you call it, but it's like some type of quest. Like you had to do this. Or something like that. I like they hey, had the challenges. Like, didn't they have the, yeah, the challenge, beat yeah. the sandbag yeah, stuff and hit the targets yeah. and stuff like that? Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I yeah, I remember doing. All right. What else we have here? We got oh yes, now this game is huge for me. Jack and Dexter, the precursor legacy came out for PlayStation 2. Nice. This was Naughty Dog's first game on the PS2. This was um the first game I ever played where it was no low times. Except for the beginning of the game. Like, like once, once you load it up, bam. Like, the whole world. And the whole world was one world. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it was just in, incredible. I thought, like, I remember watching a video on the, from the PlayStation Magazine. And they had, like, a documentary thing of them making the game and something like that. And I watched, I used to watch that a lot. It's like, oh, my God, I want this game so bad. Because it was just so colorful, so nice. It's like, yes, this platform, oh, my God. Because... I haven't played a platformer good since Mario 64. So I was like, I couldn't wait for this game. I said, it's a guy who did um, Crash Bandicoot. I was like, yes, this game is going to be awesome. And it was. I was the shit out of this game. Like, <laughs> I played it. Um, I was playing this with all these other games I got during Christmas. I mean, you talk about this. This is probably, like I said uh, many times, though, this is one of my best years as far as Christmas gifts, yeah. as far as gaming goes. Because I had Jack and Dexter. Devil May Cry, Metal Gear Solid 2, Grand Turismo 3. I said Grand Turismo 3. Grand Theft Auto 3. Um, well, I guess technically I did have Grand Turismo 3, but I didn't get it for Christmas. Um, <laughs> the um, What else I had? Um, Final Fantasy 12. I mean 10. 10, I'm sorry. 10. I feel like I'm missing something. But I had those five fucking games. All Christmas. I mean, this was like... Like I didn't, yo, only slept for like two hours every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's that's really how it was. Well, my Christmas break, I didn't get no fucking sleep. Um, I think I took power naps, maybe or something like that. And, and but I, I, I would just stay up and play all fucking day. 
Like and um, like my mom be like, I saw you in this morning when I went to work, and you're still sitting there. <laughs> you still sitting. I said, I said I got to eat. I said I got to eat and use the bathroom. But yeah, but then my, uh, but see this, I was so glad as this is the age of my niece when she didn't, she did better to ask me to play. But my nephew, he did not know better. Did not ask. He was. I remember I woke up and I was about to play my game, and then I saw like. Hey, where's my game? And then I go downstairs and I see him put the game in, I think, my PlayStation, my regular PlayStation console. I think that was downstairs or something vice versa. And like, he put the disc in the wrong place and he was like, yeah. He's like, this, like, he was like, you saw play. I was like, what the hell are you doing? I said, how do you even know how to do that? That's like, and then a mom said, because he and his cousin's house, he, they taught him, like, he always watched them play. So he, she knew how to hook it up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, he could have scratched my disc or something. And I yelled at him. He cried, but he knew better. That's what he learned, to not touch my stuff. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah. But, yeah, that Jack and Dexter, uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, visually looked great. I think it ran 60 frames per second, too. Like, it was the best-looking, like, kind of platformer game I ever played mm-hmm. at the time. I, couldn't think of, I can't think of anything was, that looked better than that game as far as, like, a platformer. Like it just like it, it just looks so great. And I just love how like yeah, so oh my gosh, so you can walk from this part of the world into that part of the world without any type of cutscene or loading. And it's like that's that's crazy. And like you can look at the view of the island and say, hey, look, I was that's the island part right there. I mean, like for that time, I mean that looked, that's incredible. I mean, you do that a lot now, I mean, yeah. in games, but for that time, it wasn't no game really like that. Um that that's done something like that, um, like have a like a whole world and things of that nature, where it's like, oh, you don't get you get to a part like, oh, the game guys pause real quick because it has to load up the the section, like nah. So that's why I guess with the whole thing with um Ratchet and Clank, like them saying, hey, with the power of the PS5 being able to go to different worlds and stuff, I mean that's still that's incredible too for what it is, yeah. But it's like. It's not, I guess, yes, it's not even like that new, really. It's just better looking and it can do it. I mean, that's not saying it's a bad thing. It's just that they have always done this. This has always happened in these type of games. Um, it's just um, we don't really see those type of games a lot anymore, those type of platformers anymore, mm-hmm. really. Really, it's just like an open world RPG yeah. and something of that nature. And Or they find like, like the God of War way where... Yes, there's no like um, black screen or nothing when it's loading, but there are loading. It's just that you're waiting for a door to open, and that's their loading screen or something like that. Uh, or you're going through, you know, how you go into those crevices of places, and that's the loading screen. That's what Final Fantasy 13 was. Not 13, um, 15. 15, that's how they did their loading. You will always crawl through, like, between. Like tight spaces, a lot, and that was their way of not having a loading screen. I was like, because I should be like, why is this always happening? Like, why am I keep going through these tight spaces? And then I read it online and said, hey, you know, we had they had to find a way to not show loading screens. I was like, oh, see, it all that does is make me just get fed up with those going through tight spaces. I was like, doesn't make any sense. I go through the tight spaces all the time. Oh, I think Final Fantasy um seven did the same thing, remake. And that oh I mean actually I might, I might be confusing it 
the two. I think seven is the one that does that all the freaking time. That it gets, it gets a little annoying because it's like, come on, man, it can't, it can't be so many tight spaces. <laughs> I know people, what you're doing. Squeeze through by, yeah. <laughs> all right, so what else we got here? We got uh, Mega Man X Six came out for the PlayStation One. I believe my friend had this game because he he had all the Mega Mans up there. He, he used mm-hmm. to love playing that game. I used to love just looking at him play it because visually, this game looks awesome. Definitely, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. mad that they went away from that. Like. They went the cheap route. Yeah. And went eight bit. And I was like, okay, that's good for one time. But I was like, ten, you better fucking go back. And those exactly. they said we're going eight bit again. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck y'all. And now and then a new one is uh, like, I mean, eh. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I wish I want the anime look of it. The, mm-hmm. I, it's like they just stay away from it. I don't know why. I guess they said it's too much work. It's too much work to draw. Um American Bass Challenge came out. Yes, this is one of the best fishing games out there. It's a Game Boy Advance version that oh came boy. out. Wonder, did, this, did this come with a um a rod? Like a little mini rod? See, I was hoping it was American Bass Challenge, and I just got to rip some cool fucking <laughs> cords or whatever. It, it has to link it up. You can link up with four players, Daniel. Oh, wow. There you go. All right. So uh, what else we got? Oh, yeah. We got some Legends of Wrestling. I remember this. There's Hulk Hogan in the front of it. And some oh, other wrestlers. Okay. I think I saw Audrey the Giant. Was this still WWF at the time? I think. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think it's still WWF. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. yeah it, I think it. it's getting close to the time. Or was it this year that it changed? Oh, now I remember this game. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 know, I know it was a 10th grade. That was 2000, 2001. Let's see when they get the F out. I know I was angry. And I was. 2002 it was? Yeah. It's like 2002. Okay, so yeah. So it's always so WWF there. Also, ESPN NFL Primetime 2002 came out. Oh, this is what ESPN had his own game. Um, I don't... I forgot it who developed it. was Deion Sanders on the cover. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is so like this, the times of just so many sports games. So yeah. many sports games and companies. Compared to now, it's just one and two. All right. So that is it. For as far as the games for the flashback segment, so now you know every month we do covers of video game magazines for that particular year. So we're going to start with 2011 Game Informer, and we got the Rainbow Six Patriots up here. The game that never happened. It's incredible. It's been that long. I hate it. So 10 years ago, this game was announced. Uh, talked about Ubisoft explores the volatile political climate with a groundbreaking and controversial look at homegrown terror. Mm. Yep, the game that never happened. Um, I totally forgot what this game was supposed to look like, honestly. I think there was just that trailer that they put out where they were, was it like on the Golden Gate Bridge or something like that, where they're trying to take out terrorists? Oh, well, I know that in this, in this picture right here is New York. Yeah, maybe it was like the Brooklyn So this Bridge is like a real thing? Like a country thing, I think. Like all through the country, they were doing something. Maybe it was the Brooklyn Bridge. Might have been something. They all look the same, Dominic. They're all bridges to me. Yeah. It was the Bay Bridge. But yeah. <laughs> the Bay Bridge, yeah. But yeah, uh, this game, yeah, it got canceled. But hey, they, what they got of it was Rainbow Six Siege. And that is still going. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, but, I mean, I, now, I don't know. Do you think... <laughs> Is it all the developers on this game moved to Siege, or what happened? Did I don't they... know, because wasn't there also another Rainbow Six game they were talking about? 
besides Siege and Patriots? I mean, obviously now we know there is, but or um the other one. What's the what's the other um Ghost Recon? Tom Clancy game. Yeah. Or the division or any number. I mean, yeah, people maybe people moved on to like the division. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure the whole team didn't go over to Siege. I mean, no offense to Siege, but it's it's a multiplayer game. It's a multiplayer, yeah, exactly. Uh but the thing is, like, yeah, get I mean the games get canceled, but like when you when you see like games on the covers of like, yeah. magazines, you think like, hey, it's gonna last. But because I, I remember um the Snoop Dogg game, Th- that never came out, right? The True Crimes one? No, oh. not the True Crimes one. It's it's um Snoop Dogg had his own type type of game. Oh, I don't and, know. And it, that was on the cover of Game Informer, and I I don't think I think that got canceled. And of course the Blizzard game, um Starcraft Ghosts. Ghosts, yeah, I always wanted well, that you- game. That was on the cover of Game Informer. Game. All right, so now we go to EGM, and we got Max Payne three on the front. Rockstar brings the pain again, and this is EGM exclusive behind the scenes look. I played through this whole game. I beat it, and I don't remember a damn thing about it. <laughs> I just remember looking at it and thinking it was basically the same plot as that Denzel movie. Oh, what? Which one? Uh, Man on Fire. Man on Fire? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have that. But yeah, uh, it's... I mean, I don't think I hate it. I think gameplay-wise, I, I thought it was just okay. Mm. There was nothing memorable. Uh, what do they got here? First look at previews of Syndicate, Ninja um, Gotten 3, and more. Or Gaiden, whatever you want to pronounce it. It was Fear and Respect was the Snoop Dogg game. Ah, and I that just, never came I out. I had right? to look it up. Yeah, it never came out. And 20 plus reviews. Uh, EGM scores Gears 3, Rage, and Batman Arkham City. Some big games. And if a Blitz exclusive hands on the screens. It's so weird. I feel like Blitz is an older franchise than like Gears 3 and, and Arkham City. Like to think that there were still Blitz games coming out. I think this is like a Blitz, like this was almost like a. Resurgence. That I was gonna went say nowhere. that was like the remake, right? When they yeah. came back. Whatever we got here, we got Edge Magazine, and they got this cool cover of Zelda, um, Skyward Sword. I like this cover. Yeah, that's um, neat. And the Wii game you've been waiting for. That's what they said, Daniel. Yeah, you've been waiting for this. I had this. <laughs> also, we building Syndicate inside the FPS revival of Bullfrog's 16-bit classic. What the fuck is Syndicate? Syndicate is... It was the first-person shooter. I want to say it was like Xbox and PC exclusive and like a game for Windows Live thing. Oh, yes. Wait a minute. The Syndicate, I see. They're showing the old one. They're showing a new cover, but the old game. (laughs) Syndicate 2012. Here we go. Okay, it got a 7. It got 69 on Metacritic, so it's, it's decent. It was done by EA. Look, that's yeah. what EA was doing, like, doing um somewhat original games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were trying, experimenting, if you will. Then they said, like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what else we have here? Oh, wait, maybe we go through um, Syndicate. Like, so it's a first-person shooter, you said? Yeah, and you had, like, augments. You had, like, chips that you could 
steal from other people and then like implant in your own body to make yourself more powerful, I believe. Okay. Almost like a uh, Deus Ex kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it had co-op. I think it had up to like four players. Oh, four player? Okay. Yeah. What they got on here? Hype, Max Payne 3, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, Dragon's Dogma. It's hard to believe that that game's that old, too. Yeah, Dragon's Dogma. I mean, we just got a, what, a re-release or something? Mm-hmm. Of it? All right. What else we have? We got the official Xbox magazine. 10-year anniversary Checks issue. Out. Yep, because we are at 20 years. Mm-hmm. So look at this 10 year anniversary. They got the Master Chief. They got the little sister. <laughs> um, they got the robot from Portal. Yep. Um, they got Assassin's Creed Man. They got the um, <laughs> Bastion. What's his name? What's uh, Bastion? Yeah, Bastion. They got the Fable Dude. They got the GTA Fallout Lady. Boy. The Fallout Boy. <laughs> and. They got the, oh, they had the Xbox 360, Xbox, original Xbox, Call of Duty Man. No, I said it her, right? And you got yep. the Marcus Phoenix. You got Shepard. You got Dominic Shepard. That's what my <laughs> Shepard name is. <laughs> uh, Saints Row 3, the wildest game on 360. Ooh. And Xbox Next, gaming's brightest prediction. Pre- oh, I'm so sorry. Gaming's brightest, brightest predict the future. Nobody could so have they, predicted the Xbox they, they One, re- Dominic. Yeah, they, re- they yeah they, they predicted that it would start out <laughs> Real pretty bad. bad. <laughs> yes, that's why too. they were grooming Phil Spencer the entire time. They're like Dom Metric, you're out. <laughs> All right, so what we got here? We got the Nintendo Power. In 2011, they got the Resident Evil Revelations on the front. These horrible freaking bottles of yeah. Claire. Is this is so? This is Claire. Who is this? Jill Valentine Jill and, and, and Chris and, uh, Chris, yep. Chris Redfield. Yeah, they, yeah, that'll. Yeah, these bottles will look great. Chris looks like a new, different form of monster every time you see and him. And his face is fatter. <laughs> it really like, is. He got Yeah, his face got fatter. I, I guess that he said. Guess he he let himself go a little bit, and then he balked up for six. And Jill became more racially ambiguous. Yeah, she really did. She was just a white girl. <laughs> and now, like I said, just, like I wasn't sure what game this was for because the Resident Evil Revelations font is like such a bad color compared to the gray that's behind it. So I knew it was Resident Evil, and I'm like, is that Chris and Shiva from <laughs> from Five? <laughs> yeah, I can see a little Shiva in there. Uh, you got the Holiday Buyer's Guide, Burial Cart 7, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, Tekken yeah. 3D, and Prime. Oh, Tekken 3D Prime Edition. Um, Rhythm Heaven Fever. Yeah, Rhythm Heaven. The original WarioWare. Tekken 3D Prime. What, what does that even mean? Like, what, what does it do? It. It means it had Metroid Prime DNA infused into it and was on the 3DS. All right. So that was that is it for 2011 covers. So now we're going back 20 years to 2009. 
2001, and we got the Game Informer 2001 cover of this hand-drawn Metal Gear Solid 2 on the cover. I had this magazine. That's this pretty is sweet. Nice, of nice, course, yeah. That's McFarlane, too. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. I remember, yeah, they, they were talking about, hey, we got the McFarlane cover. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, <laughs> oh, he did um, Spawn. I said, okay. Yep. Uh, it's, it's got a grime so, to him. Over 60 must-read game reviews inside. My God. Complete Better Side 2 strategy guide included. Now they got the whole thing in there. <laughs> and I still bought the original. I mean, the regular uh, official one. By Brandy Games, because they were the only ones doing it. And um, Prima Games. It's like those yeah. two were the only ones doing strategy guides. Yeah, that's it on the front. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a nice cover. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else we got here? We got Nintendo Power. Smash is on the front. And it's a hit. Did you have this cover? You had this magazine? I must have. I don't remember it specifically, but I must have. I had them all at this time. But yeah, Mar's nothing more on there than that, but it absolutely was a hit, Dominic. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's it was the, a hit. Who, it, it is the best-selling one on GameCube, right? What, what else, or was it a... No, it wasn't on Mario Kart. The I was going to say, I don't think it was Mario Kart, because yeah, Double yeah. Dash. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It must have been. must have been top-selling game on GameCube. All right, so we got the places in magazine. They also got Mega Solid Two on the front end. This is doesn't look as good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but he says ready. He says something up here though. He says ready. I am not ready. Not, not for <laughs> that one. Oh, what else we got? Devil May Cry Secret Missions revealed. Um, Resident Evil leaving PS Two. Yeah, technically it did a little bit. Yeah. Say it. Say it ain't so. Yeah, I was bad. I was angry, even though I probably was going to get the games. I was scared of it, but still, I was like, "No, what are you stupid? Why are you going to Nintendo?" <laughs> Hot news: PS2 online delayed. Oh no! Plus, SSX tricky, Jack and Dexter, and Ace Combat Four. And is that girl on a skateboard or something? And is, what game is that? Yes, that's from Tony Hawk Three. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not it doesn't really give you a good indication that she's doing anything outside of just existing. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait a minute! I didn't notice um Autocon in the corner. Yep. Careful, Snake. They know everything. Everything. Because <laughs> we got the strategies, man. All right. So what we have here? We got the PlayStation Magazine of unofficial PlayStation Magazine Holiday Guide. Buyer's Guide. Now I had this magazine because. I, um, what was it? I was going on a trip, I believe it was in uh, Thanksgiving, to my grandma's, and we caught the plane, mm-hmm. and I need some reading material, so I told my mom, can I get some magazines? And I remember picking this up, and yep, I was like, yep, I was going to just say, this is what the games said, I want. put this back down. It's like, no, it's got <laughs> all the games in it that I want. Uh-huh, games, sure. Yeah. Which is funny, because look at this list that, um, Dax are having his hand. I think that's that's my list of games. <laughs> exactly. I, had. I had those games. Well, Tony, I three I did. I borrowed from my friend, but I played all of them. Uh, so, uh, I mean, look at her. This, she's one of the characters in Jack and Dexter. Uh, I forgot her name, but she's the love interest of yeah. Jack. And this is where your furry obsession started, Dominic. <laughs> It's very appropriate, Daniel. This is a very appropriate for Christmas cover. Absolutely. For 16-year-old me. All right. So <laughs> I was going to say for 2001. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
the hottest PS2 games. You got Jack and Dexter tops all list of games and gear you gotta get. Um, plus Grinch games that could spoil your celebration. Okay. Any of them. And any <laughs> Grinch game. Um uh, Tony Hawk 3 Secrets. I wanna are they being official Grinch or just like bad games? I don't I'm know. I'm thinking they mean bad games, probably. Yeah. But yeah, oh I could I guess pretty sure all the any official Grinch games sucks. <laughs> um Tony Hawk 3 Secrets, Extra Level, Cheat Bowls, Unlock Wolverine. Yeah. And, oh man, I can't see Daniel. I can't Darth see what Maul, it is. Dominic, Darth Maul. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know more, could, probably. It looked like it'd be Darth Maul right there. And now it does. It does. I'm sure it does, because yeah. that's who else was in that game. Was there more? Who else could you unlock? Uh, probably Officer Dick. I feel like you could always unlock him. Oh, okay. He's a, he's a, great, he's a great police officer. Yes. Yeah. Totally not a schlubby yeah. mall cop. He died in uh, 9-11. He's a hero. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> Is that why they replaced him with Jack Black? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that they replaced him with Jack Black. They should have just replaced him with Paul Blart. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know when Jack Black was ever like a policeman. I never feel like he'll be a some law official. Right? Yeah, but he actually right. likes skateboarding and video games. Kevin Kevin what is his name? I can't even remember. Uh, it's um, not Kevin, Kevin Hart. James? It's not Kevin. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's like it's not Kevin Hart, it's not Kevin Smith. Kevin James. Kevin James feels like he's He's not too hip with the oh, kids, nah, Dominic. Nah, yeah, yeah. Just look at that NASCAR show he's got or whatever on Netflix. All right, so that is it. Uh, where are we at now? We are at Edge yeah. Magazine for 2001. So you simplistic. Got, yeah. A Boy Events. Pure gaming. Yeah, it was. Actually, I don't know. No. Well... Did they have those games where it's like a TV show? I know the Game Boy. Um, yes. Yes, it did. Yes. Yes, they my, did. My I niece, could get SpongeBob. I was watching SpongeBob. Yep, I was watching SpongeBob <laughs> one time on it. My niece's Game Boy Advance, um, or my nephew, one of them. So I was like, "What's this game?" First, I was thought it was a game, and I was yeah. playing. I was like, "Hmm, oh, it's a TV show." I was like, what the fuck? So, uh, but yeah, there. Now, yeah, I mean, the Game Boy Advance, man, that was a great system. It really was. That was, that was an awesome system. All right. So now we're going back 30 years, Daniel. 30 years. What we got here on Nintendo Power? Metroid. Yeah. The original. Uh, Well, well, the original look of her anyway. Yeah. yeah it's Metroid on the Game but Boy But it was Mass, announcing two. for two. Yeah. Yeah. Galactic new Game Boy hit. And I had this game. Didn't get anywhere in it. <laughs> uh, and end up trading it for game. Kirby. And traded for Kirby. Yeah, <laughs> I traded this game for Kirby. Traded uh, an adult but, game for a baby game down. <laughs> Yo, that um that third stage was hard. But it had some good music. <laughs> so, uh, but no, Kirby was fun. Uh but yeah, so you got featured Super Nintendo. Oh, they told me to do the new system, Daniel. Super Nintendo, yep. Arc Razor, also Nintendo's Batman Return of the Joker. Oh yeah, the Joker's back. He's not dead. Nope. Okay. What else we got here? We got Game Pro 1991. What we got on the front? We got Bart Simpson on the front here. Mm-hmm. Bart's back. Blasting off in the Simpsons. Bart versus the world for your Nintendo. I had this game. Well, technically it was my brother's. I cannot get past the first stage, but <laughs> I still played it constantly because it was the Simpsons. Yeah. And 
Super Nintendo UN Squadron um, Final Fight in Super Adventure Island. United Nations Squadron, man, what the hell is that game? It was when the United Nations comes in and tries to feed people, Dominic. <laughs> but with jets. Oh, that's a nice catch. Oh my god, that was a nice catch. I'm sorry, his football's on right now. And speaking of football, football, uh-huh. we got John Madden Football 92. Yeah. Tech Bowl, Super Bowl. And Joe Goes Game Gear. I remember that. <laughs> that. I remember the Game Gear one. I seen the advertisement for that one. <laughs> um, on Nintendo, Mega Man 4. Yeah, that's huge. And Batman. Oh, oh I think I had Batman. Oh, yeah. Nintendo. Uh, probably could get past the first level on that one, too. <laughs> and what we got here? Electronic Gaming Monthly? Oh, my God. That's the ugly link. Um, they, it's, <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> first look of a new epic. Legend of Zelda 3. A link to the past. I mean, that's yeah. a great game, but I'm not really big on that cartoon link. I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not really big on that. Um, exclusive Street Fighter 2 strategy guide. Oh, yeah. Street Fighter 2. I still say that's the best one. That's the best Street Fighter. Um, <laughs> that's the first one I ever played. That's why. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> 2. The best Sonic the Hedgehog game. Right there. Well, of the originals. I mean, man, Mike and Put Mania is yeah. kind of competing for it. We got Mega Man 4, Castlevania 4, TMT 3, The Terminator Galaxy Force 2. All these sequels. Yep. I'm just putting numbers on things. Yeah. <laughs> And Electronic Gaming Pigskin Picks, the hottest video game action. Look at that. Look at that Super Tecmo Bowl right there. Yep. That's Who's tough one. That? All those other ones sucked. Um, it's a giant. It's a giant guy. Or was a Buffalo guy. I, I can't tell. All right. I feel like that was around the time that like Buffalo was always in the Super Bowl and lost, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a time. But the Giants were, too, because the Giants was in, a, in there and they beat them one of those uh, times. Sure. So I, I don't know. It was all NFC East teams that beat them. <laughs> All right, so that is it for the flashback segment. So I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. Now let's get to the gaming news. What we got, Dad? All right, Dominic. First up, we got Nintendo trying to expand their online expansion pass to convince you to actually buy that thing doesn't seem like too many people are a fan of it but they are adding the n64 classic paper mario on oh, december good. 10th so they're, they're trying to fill it out a little bit more one i wish they, game I didn't think they added more than one game i'm sorry uh, yeah <laughs> at yeah, least because one game for each system at least do that yeah like what for the genesis and one for that i mean and also for the other ones they got oh, too, sure the yeah Nintendo. They got genesis stuff Nintendo. on there now I completely forgot that was even part of that expansion pass. I keep thinking just Nintendo Disrespect, 64 Dave. games. Disrespect. I'm absolutely. Like Sega, don't put that trash on my Nintendo <laughs> console. Got plenty of good Nintendo games to play. I don't need to play that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's another thing is like, there are so many people that like so many different genres, like just adding one game is like kind of a slap in the face. Like, Give us an RPG, give us an action game, give us you know puzzle game or something like that. Give us a couple at a time, just to you know be more convincing. You're really you're really not doing a lot here, Nintendo, to convince me that I need to buy this thing. So they're not, man. I mean, I, I'm sorry. It's this that. Yo, you have this library of just so <laughs> many games, just so many. Yeah, 
And that's like, before you even start talking about like third party games, which you've got the sway. You could get those two if you want. Oh, that's that's easy sway. They would love to come to y'all. Like it should be the other way. They probably pay you. The police fellas <laughs> up here. They should. Well, <laughs> Square. I mean, I'm looking at you. I mean, it's just ridiculous that like y'all could just make a killing. They could just make a killing for what they could do. Like if they did anything even close to what Xbox is doing with Game Pass, mm. it's just like, oh my god, that's just unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's just... Yeah, there's no reason you couldn't get like the the cost of Netflix a month from gamers if you if you put an actual substantial amount of stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. So Nintendo Dominic, they just don't understand or don't care or something they still skate by every time and we let them i specifically yeah, that's what i'm saying them. people we we will buy anything they have so i'm like yo you can do this man like you, you're gonna get so many people to get on board with this yeah they're like but yeah we got a percentage of those people anyway and we didn't even try so why not just stick with that why not just go that route down okay all right. Speaking of companies that are actually trying, Dominic, we got that quick re-release uh, a couple months ago, and now Machine Games is working on that game and adding Horde mode to it. So I know there's been some rumors that there's a new Quake being made, and I know people have thrown Machine Games out there. Uh, obviously, we know they are also working on the uh, Indiana Jones game, so I don't know if that's actually what's happening but it's kind of cool that they're working on that or that remake and yeah. adding a horde mode i mean horde modes in games is cool it is it is cool that's um freaking awesome uh i mean it, i wonder how this remake is going to look is well this, this is look- the one that they released a couple months ago where it it looks like a cleaned up version of that original oh, game it's oh, not that? oh yeah. I'm, I'm thinking okay yeah, All right, but there I are rumors that. that they are making like a Doom style, you know, new game for Quake. But there's no details gotcha. out about that. Yeah, yeah. So we shall see. I, I mean, I would trust Machine Games to do that if they were, you know, if they had the, the people, the staff to do that, and also work on that Indiana Jones game since they seem to already be tied to that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, just look at what they did with Wolfenstein. That's a game that like had its place in history for being like an early 3d game, but also wasn't like a particularly great game. And they just, I mean, even story wise made that a pretty incredible thing with those new games. So it's very cool. Hope they get a chance to do that with quake. All right, Dominic in some other news, Fortnite season two has come to an end. The Island has flipped over. There was a whole event yesterday and the rock has joined the squad it's crazy dominic it looks exactly like the rock it sounds exactly like the rock i really hope there's a skin for him because so in the in the event it's basically like the cube queen i think it is is like trying to destroy the world of fortnite and then there's this guy the foundation who is like coming in and saving that that generic blonde default character guy. I guess he's an actual uh-huh. like character in the story that you play as in the game. 
And then he reveals himself. The foundation reveals himself to be the rock. And all I know is I hope they have his wrestling attire in that game. I just want to run around as the rock in knee pads and elbow pads and skimpy little tights. You don't want his, his um. You don't want his Jumanji attire. I I also want that, <laughs> and I also want his like super expensive silk shirts that he wore during wrestling, and his tracksuits. He needs tracksuits too. As long as oh, also give me the version. Can you give me a taunt of him from Fast and the Furious where he breaks out of the cast? I want that too. Oh, <laughs> just flex. Oh yeah, just bust. Yeah, I watched a video of that event. It seemed okay. I wasn't like blown away by it, but it was kind of cool. Eventually, you're going through like chasing around this character, going through the tunnels, trying to escape, and then you get like blown off the island into the water. And then in the distance, you see the island flipping over, and that was kind of a cool visual. Um, but they've they've always done some pretty cool stuff with their events, like the Travis Scott thing Ugh. and the. Uh, Ariana Grande stuff. So, yeah. Why say Glua? Why say Glua? Travis Scott. Uh, I, don't, I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know why. I, I, do they? I wonder if they still have his skins in there. I know they took his skins off sale. That's, but a, that's I wonder, a good question. I <laughs> wonder if I can still choose. Because, I mean, like theoretically, if you, if people you spend got, money on that stuff, it. right? Yeah, they bought, Yeah, they spent money. Well, I think they should give, like, if they're going to take it away, give, give them a. Something to, to buy, like some give them Fortnite an Ariana points. I don't know what the hell skin. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Well, something else happened. Oh shit! I ain't talking about the uh, the the sad thing that happened this week. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm seeing is the stuff about them removing it from the store. So I don't know if if as a purchase thing, if that's a thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, so Fortnite season three is coming out. I believe, I don't know if it's been confirmed yet or not, but I, I saw speculation that Spider-Man was coming to Fortnite chapter three. Uh, it looks like, yes, there is in fact confirmation. There's artwork that includes Spider-Man, the rock. Uh, I don't know who these other characters are. But yes, Spider-Man appears to be your kind of big get from the licensed realm right now. And yeah, there's a whole new map, basically. Seems like there's like a lot more water involved now. So that's cool. Ooh, they even got the black suit and the future foundation suit. So spend all the money. Oh, also, yes, Marcus Phoenix and um, Kate from Gears of War are oh, in this cool. chapter as well. Yeah, they, they've got fucking everybody, Dominic. <laughs> I wish I enjoyed playing that game more because actually, I'm glad they, I don't they, enjoy they playing that yet. game more. Don't have us yet? They don't, no. That's, oh. uh, I think that's chapter 69. They'll get around us because they'll literally have created every other human being on the planet. And then they're like, yeah, I guess we got to do, got to do them. So, yeah. Fortnite, Dominic, still big. Unfortunately for EA, Titanfall is not so big, and it has now been delisted from sale on all of the digital platforms. The no, original can game, I get my money of course. Back? Can I no, get my money you can't back? have your money no, back. You can still play it if you own it, 
Uh, and next year, March 1st, they will be taking it off of the subscription services like the EA pass and stuff like that. So you won't be able to play it like that. They said they aren't taking down the servers, but that feels like a, we're not taking down the servers yet because like nobody's going to be playing this game if people can't continue to buy it. I mean, obviously yeah. And plus, that was an online only game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so th- this seems like the first steps in just moving away from Titanfall no longer being playable at all. So that kind of sucks. Two, obviously, was a huge improvement on that game, but still not the same experience. So, you know, if you want to get in on that, might be a little bit too late, but you can try and, you know, play it through EA, EA Play before it goes away from there. So... What'd you think of that first one being, you know, just a multiplayer experience? I mean, it was fun. Story bits. I, I had I had fun playing with my friends when we did play. Mm-hmm. We just didn't play long because it just at that time. I mean, we got that was a point when we weren't playing. We don't play games as much together, right? But but playing it, I I really enjoyed it. Titanfall. I really I, I enjoyed. it. I wish it was single player, like you just play with bots. Mm-hmm. Which I think they added. They would have added a horror mode. That's what they add. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And in the big news this week, Dominic Bloomberg is out there with some more news and rumors, uh, basically saying Sony is working on making a Game Pass competitor. It's going to have three tiers and his codename Spartacus. The first tier will basically be what's included with PlayStation Plus currently. Second tier will open up players to a larger library of PS4 games and eventually PS5 games. And the third tier would include stuff basically like Nintendo's online presence where you'll have classic PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. Allegedly, Mm -hmm. this all coming out in spring. Now, none of that says to me that this is a serious competitor to Game Pass. Because (laughs) the reason Game Pass is successful is because they launched their brand new games on Game Pass. Next week, I can play Halo, or rather this coming week, I can play Halo Infinite on day one free of any additional charges because I have Game Pass. Yep. Now, the way you're describing this, where you're saying a large library of PS4 games and eventually PS5 games, like that doesn't convince me that you are willing to do what is necessary to actually compete against Game Pass. Because exactly. you already have that. You have PlayStation Now, and they're making uh, yeah. moves in that direction. Like they're They're becoming more serious about that. But you're still not getting your your big games until like six months later. You know, you're 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 getting Last of Us two eventually, but you didn't get Last of Us two on day one. So I'm not gonna pay the same amount that I would for Game Pass for this offering if that's not what you're providing me. Yeah, it because if you're not yeah you're not getting us the new games day and date, and I mean. I know, I even though it's like I know you get it at a month later, but I wanted to be that at least stay there because on yeah. PlayStation now you take away your own first party games, right? Away, yeah, they're cycling and, through. Yeah, it's like you, 
you treat it like how Microsoft treat the third party game. See, they're <laughs> first party, they just stay there. And then they have Bethesda now. So that's Bethesda's games are just there. And then they got EA. Mm-hmm. And um, I know, I think. Did PlayStation get EA too with their PlayStation Now? I'm not I sure. Think, I don't know if it's tied into Now, but I know EA Play was at least part of was on PlayStation. Yeah, but you, but yeah, but you had to pay for it probably separate, right? It's not a part of because EA is part of the whole Xbox Ultimate. You're not paying yeah. any more for it. Now there is a tier in EA, but I don't, and I don't really care about the tier. But um. But you can play all these games, and it's yeah, like PlayStation. It, like I said, if PlayStation did exactly what Xbox did, it would be better because they do have better first party games. So yeah, it would be absolutely. Like, well, yeah. I mean, the only thing that compete is like the Bethesda stuff, um, older stuff. But as far as new games coming out, I mean, I mean, we'll see because Xbox they got they got a lot of studios now. We don't we just don't know how they're going to turn out. But you're talking about all those like the games they had playstation and the future games i see i'm like man i really want to play those games mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah they they have yeah it's still not yeah it's still not to the point where ooh, maybe i can switch over because i wanted listen i want them to have something like game pass oh Absolutely. my god and, and i want it to be at least if you're not going to do day and date games can you at least have an app on the pc where i can stream games mm-hmm. What, so I don't have to buy a PS5 or <laughs> I can stream it on my PS4 at least. Yeah. Like I can play PS5 versions of games through streaming. Like how Xbox let me do Xbox Series X. That's the thing. I really I really want that. Yeah. And because if you just make it so I still have to get a PS5 to do that uh, or like an app that's simple on PC or if you don't have an app for PC, like that's that simple. I mean, you got the PlayStation now does have Something on PC, it, it's yeah. it's okay. I mean, it's okay, uh, but I must yeah something more streamlined. Or people, they, people do play on the phones. You got something for uh, for the people to play on the phones mm-hmm. or, or anything like that. I that's what I really want. I want that um, to happen where I'm playing these games on a PS5, like through a server, uh, without me getting a PS5. Yeah. But I think you're, they're still in the console business, so I don't know how because Xbox is not. I mean, not in that way. Yeah, they're they're in the service business now. I yeah. But I would even be more convinced to buy a PS5 if I knew signing up for this service would get me those new games, because that's all that's been a lot of it. Is like I think about it and I'm like, if I could get a PS5, I would just end up spending more money. I you know I I put out the money for the PS5. Then I have to put out seventy dollars to get Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Then I have yeah. to put out seventy dollars to get Returnal or whatever, and it's like that dissuades me from even getting the PS Five. Yeah, the service you, that means you have all these games to play. You don't yeah. have to worry about that. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just so convenient. That's what the Xbox. That's I think that's why I said with the Series X, it was convenience for me. Mm-hmm. It was like absolutely all the games are there, but now that they do Xbox Series X that way, it's like ah. Then I only have to get one. But then again, there's third party games that I don't know if they're gonna come to Game Pass or not. And then they don't stay. Right. So I I probably I don't know. It's, it's just yeah, it's like I at Microsoft, I, I want them to get to a point where like you could just buy games and they have them stream. That's why mm-hmm. I want them to get to a point 
of Absolutely. Them. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have to. I mean, they don't have to, but for me personally, yeah. At least get that service. Like, yeah, yeah that would make me more inclined to get PS5 too, honestly. Yeah. If they said like, yeah, you got this service. It's just like Xbox, but we just have it on the PS5. I'm like, oh, that sucks. But you know what? I mean, it's still cheaper than me having to buy the games. Exactly. So I'm paying $500 and I just pay for the service. I guess that's all right. I mean, I can live, I can live with that more yeah. so than what I have to do now. Yeah, even if it's like $120 a year, $620 out the door, I've got all these games. Whereas if I had to buy even just two games, that's another 140 right there. And that's only two games. Doesn't let, let me taste everything else. And that's what's so great about Game Pass is you have those staples, you have the big releases, but you also have those small little things that you might not have played before. And you're getting a nice little taste of them, and you're like, hey, I, I really like this. I'm going to go in more on this. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah, it's all up to Sony about how serious they want to be about it. You know, if it's true that this is launching in spring, we'll know, you know, sooner rather than later. But yeah, it's really about whether they're willing to to make that sacrifice to com- actually compete with Microsoft. Cause they already have those services in place. They have a streaming thing. They have a place where their first party games are going eventually, but Microsoft is just doing that as a focused business. Whereas Sony is doing that as like an afterthought They're And it, you know, so they need to need to set their game up if they actually want to compete. So, all right, Dominic, that is the news I saw for the week. Was there anything you saw that you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right, we'll get into new releases here, Dominic. We got Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition for the Nintendo Switch. That is the uh, 3DS game coming to the Switch. So if you want to play with your me in the wonderful world of Disney, you can check that out. You got Chorus. That's out on the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Stadia, and Amazon Luna. That is a third-person space shooter dogfighting kind of thing. Seems like if you're into that type of game, it's, it's getting all right scores. So might be worth checking out. That's a game that if it was on Game Pass, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll check this out. Give me some Star Fox vibes, maybe, even though it doesn't have furries in it. Uh, from Nintendo, we've got Big Brain Academy, Brain versus Brain for the Nintendo Switch. I did finally download the demo for that, but I have not gotten a chance to play it. I'm a what? little afraid that it's too much like the uh, WarioWare, where it's like they're focusing more on this being a multiplayer experience and not really what I liked about the original big brain game, which was mostly just Sudoku to be honest. So yeah. And then the big one for me at least was solar ash that came out on the PC, PS4 and PS5. That is the game from the Hyperlight drifter developers, but it sounds like that's not actually faring too well review wise. It's getting kind of, middling to higher middling scores which is disappointing because that game looks really cool i was was always a little apprehensive about the gameplay of it but 
Yeah, seems like was maybe it's not the one that was shown at a PlayStation event or something. Um, yes, yeah, it's the one where it looks like you're kind of on roller skates, but in in this kind of trippy blue and purple neon wave world. Okay. Yeah. So that that kind of sucks. That's something I'm hoping maybe ends up on a Game Pass type thing if it ends up on Xbox at some point. Um, I think Hyperlight Drifter is or was on Game Pass at a certain point. So I have hope. You know, it's not something uh, uh, I have to play right now. So I can wait a little bit, but I would like. You have to, to play it now. Dang. Damn it! All right, I'm buying it right now. <laughs> it is on sale on the Epic Store right now for like five bucks cheaper. I don't think I get this game confused with the game I saw on Game Pass. There's a uh, there's a game that I always confuse it with, but I can't think of what it is right now. But I think it's also like skatey. Um. Yeah, I really wish I could think of what it was. But I, I think it might be the same one that you're confusing it with. Yeah, but yeah, those are our new releases. Not a ton of big things coming out. Dominic, next week, obviously, we got Halo. And uh, yeah, then we're really, you know, getting into the Christmas season. So we're not really going to be seeing too many more big name games for the rest of the year. Yeah, you played, you played, I think, more this year than last year. Uh, yeah, I think definitely in general and even like games that came out this year, I think yeah. I played more. So, yeah, I've been trying to keep up with that, but have not done a good job of tracking that. I always start at like the beginning of the year, like I've got this spreadsheet I'm going to fill out. Me too. <laughs> and then, you know, somewhere around week two, I'm like, I should have played that game. Yeah. I try to find that game. Hold up, I'm on X one. I, I thought that was one. I thought that was that game. Uh, okay, I don't know. It it's like you're in a spaceship and you're f- flying across like different land. I mean, different planets, I guess, from a top, kind of behind the back view. Okay. I gotta see this game. I don't think I know what game this is. Then that you, um, yeah, check it out and see what Solar Ash. It's very distinctive. Oh, that's Solar Ash. Okay, okay. I now I remember seeing this game. Yeah, like it very much shares a similar kind of vibe as Hyperlight Drifter, like color wise and palette wise, yeah. but. Bringing it into a to a 3D world. Oh, that looks really? cool. Is, is it on PC? Yeah, it's on yes. PC. You know, I might have to check that out. If you do, yeah, let me know how it is. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a shot. But it's definitely the reviews have definitely made me kind of like, oh man, I was expecting it to be much better than that. Well, what the reviews got? Uh just like. Sixes, sevens. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of been a little all over the place. Like, Eurogamer gave it a four. Um, Was it Destructoid that I think I saw it give it kind of a lower score? Can't remember. But I, just the general talk I've heard around it is like, it's okay, but it's not. It's not even, you know, as good as Hyperlight Drifter was. 
So, yeah. All right, Dominic, that's all I've got for the week. You got anything else for the people? Nah, man, I'm good. All right. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has all of our previous podcasts, as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and basically any place that you like to listen to podcasts, you can probably find us there. And until next time, guys, we'll see you later. All right, see ya.